Two? Has it been three? Two. <sighs> I lost track. Is it two? When was it? Was no. it seventeen or was it sixteen? No, it's been three. It's been three of my shows. So yeah, it's been three years. <gasps> yeah, look okay. Sixteen. We've all we've all grown. Oh. What's going on, everyone? This is Stacey's Like Episode One Forty Six. I am joined tonight by Mike. Where can people find you at? Everywhere as Angry Mike. All right, and our special guest tonight is Candace. Where can people find you, Candace? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Um, pretty much, I think most of them are my name, Candace Santora or Candace N Santora. Canned Ice for my art on Facebook. Um, cool. I'll uh, I'll link your Twitter and your Facebook, and I think I still have the link for your YouTube. So I'll put all that in the description later tonight. For anyone who wants to check some of that stuff out, I know on your YouTube you put po- you know you posted like the uh, the Gary Chalk Christmas stuff. That um, is what I do on my YouTube, pretty much. Yep. That's-, <laughs> that's awesome. That's definitely that's definitely cool to check out. Like I like how how David kind of started, it and then Gary kind of uh, you know he came on and, and did some stuff uh, these last couple of years. Uh, I talked him into it, by the way. I, I, f- I figured as much. I'm glad you did. Mastermind behind. Let's do it, Gary. We need to uh, we need to talk him into a to a voice button. Yes. Um, <laughs> even if it just says "shut up, rat trap." That's that's all. That's money well spent. Right that just oh man, I'd I'd load that audio up on my phone and just listen to it just periodically throughout the day. Need a little pick me up? Just shut up, rat trap. So um, I of course am Primal Sabbath. You can find me everywhere at Primal Sabbath, Mike. What'd you get this week? Man, I actually finally got a Rick Hall for once. Um, just today alone, I got in four packages that contained Thundercracker, Skywarp, and Starscream Leader Class from um, Combiner Wars. I got Tide's Return, Prime, Megatron, um, Weird Wolf, Mind Wipe, Highbrow, Hardhead, Sweet. Combiner Wars, Cyclonus. I've actually picked up a baker's dozen of uh, reflectors. I have gotten my... Uh, why Why so many reflectors? I've been waiting till, till we were live. You know, I, I would tell you, we're going to remember, let's just tell you, three, six, nine, twelve. I have 18 reflectors. 18 reflectors. Wow. One, two, three. Wow. Five of them are in camera mode. I don't know why. I have a problem with truth builders. And Dude, like, it's like, but like, there were only ever three. There were only ever three for the one camera. There weren't six. Like, all the Decepticons weren't walking around with a camera. It, it was, it have, was just the, the the one. I have five, so that I can do like a panorama photo shoot. That's what it is. A, a panorama. Panorama, whatever it's called. So yeah, I got I got five of them in camera mode. Three individuals. These were all store found. Didn't get done offline or anywhere. It didn't get my order in that I mine got canceled on. Wow. So these are all store found. And, now, uh, okay, so your your order got canceled uh, for the, ref- the reflectors? For the case reflectors, yeah, my order got canceled. So I've just been finding them. Oh, if I geez. found them in store, I find them and I'm like, eh, okay, I'll buy them. Let me, let, me know, let me know if I need to re-pre-order Springer, Impactor, and uh, Mirage from Elsewhere's. No, those should come through. This here was the like the full case assortment, nothing but oh, okay. reflectors. That got canceled, which is known to happen if it does, it can't happen. But, anyways, um, Siege also got um, the Rainmakers, uh, Skywarp, uh, Thundercracker, G2 Sideswipe, uh, Slam Dance, which uh, 
<clears throat> someone uh, bailed on me on that one. Uh, we'll say names. And uh, let's see. Oh, I found a storm. Oh, there's another reflector. Um, oh, I got the pop. <laughs> I got the uh, venomized new wave of pop. How many? I was gonna say how many? How many uh, broken backs of Funko Pop toys paid for all of these uh, uh, figures that you got within the week? It was a credit card my wife don't know about. <laughs> I don't know when the bill comes in. But, uh, you know, I've done really good. I only bought six pops. Only six. In the last month or so, I've only bought six. So I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's a lot of crap. All right, good deal. Well, Candace, did you get anything in within the last week or so? Anything new? Um, yeah, actually, thanks to your podcast, I got that uh, Dinobot upgrade stuff. The whole gun and the club and the guns and everything. Awesome, awesome. It, like that's not a bad thing for like what was it like twenty five bucks or something like that? Something like yeah, something like that. It was yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. It's a great box too. Yeah, I, I like it, and it, it didn't come taped, so there wasn't any, any of that to, to yeah. like worry about. Uh, I, I'd bought the Shockwaves Lab Kit way back when it came out, and like I like them both for different reasons. Um, the the Shockwaves Lab, like the rifle, is is bigger and yeah. kind of moves around and stuff. Like like don't worry, I think the Warrior Armed Kit is probably like the best bang for your buck. Um, the the shockwaves lab though it came with like these little like poles that stick into the base and kind of form a, a weapons rack where you can yeah. put like spare weapons like the, the all the weapons from both of the primal releases and like Dinobot's tail and sword you know all that other stuff can can kind of go up on that I think that's I think that's pretty neat Ooh, it's very it's convenient where do I put all these really weapons is. yeah you don't like keep them in the boxes you put them it, on display. It's like, oh, hey, there's this this stand that everyone said was useless. Now it's useful. (laughs) But cool, cool. Yeah, but yeah, man, I love that warrior armed kit. The little holsters that hang off of the bandoliers. (laughs) Like, man, they they really did a good job. Is the the, the paint on your hammer, is it kind of like sticky to the touch? No. Or have you? Oh, because mine, like, I don't know, like, mine, like, I was touching mine. It's like my thumb would just kind of like stick to it. And then, uh, you know, I'm like, well, if it dies, it dies. (laughs) Um, I only got one thing in this week. I got the Slam Dance and Sides G2 Sideswipe 2-pack, which I'm in love with. Originally, I was going to get rid of the Slam Dance, and I decided to keep it. It felt like a very BotCon set. Like It reminded me a lot of what FunPub would have done. But shout out to Jesse Wittenrich. He was like, I don't know, man. I'd have put some green on that Sideswipe, which is true. Mm -hmm. You know, they would have went the extra mile with the Deco, but you know, like sl- slam dance at the very least from flywheels. Like I could definitely see them doing that. That's ultimately why I decided to keep it. And G2 Sideswipe is everything that's awesome. Nineties comics. So as soon as the non F kit is uh, made available, I'm going to pick that up. Cause like nothing screams nineties, like a sword, two big, crazy cartoon guns, spikes, and an ammo belt that I'm pretty sure has pouches on it. So does it have a uh, G2 label? Uh, no, man. Like that's that's another thing. Like I'm sure Repro Labels is going to come out with a set to to you know add all the greens and the G2 logo and and all that other stuff. Yep. Uh, it, it's crazy. Like I spent fifty bucks for the side swipe, well, and, and the slam dance. But like I'm going to probably end up spending you know like another twenty five thirty bucks between the upgrade kit and the stickers just to like get it perfect. But I'm okay with it. It's, it's yeah. Uh, now, now you've definitely paid enough money as a uh, fun pub toy. 
it be- <laughs> exactly and and it beats um it, it beats paying a thousand dollars for that class kit um you know, oh, right. Absolutely. yeah so you know it's um i'll 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 graciously take that and like like i don't know man like i just i'm accustomed to to paying those prices anyway so it doesn't bother me like that's you know all, all the all the mainline stuff i bought was from over the last you know kind of two years uh, they were around so it works out um Real quick, we got we got a lot of people in chat. We got Hurricane BX. What's up, Jose? We got to talk comics soon, man. Talking talking comics. Got room around to talking comics. Uh, Sportimus is in the chat. What's up, man? Uh, Deluxe Baldwin, my boy from Hell Hasbro Reviews. He's uh he's in couldn't, the chat. Couldn't come in the room. Seriously, hashtag fuck buck. <laughs> uh, Daltonians TFs. He's in the chat. I don't know why he's in the chat. Not in the podcast. He's at work, which is a, a bad excuse. Um, and Omega House 817. I'm going to guess that's Omega 817, but hey. Uh, he's complimenting you on your Maximal t shirt. Oh, um, thank you. Where'd, you. where'd you get that one? Oh, my friend. He'll love me for this. My friend David up in Toronto got it for me. Oh, nice. So, yeah. like, does he, does, he, does he make them or he just kind of found oh, no, it? He, or? he ordered it, I, I, I think, from a, one of the stores or online stores or something. Okay, cool. I've been looking for some Beast Wars merch, and I've just like never been able to like find any any that are at least in my size and not made in like ninety six, ninety seven, something <laughs> like that. So I used to try to do the, like those iron on shirts. I want a Beast Wars shirt, you know, way back when. And try to do like those iron on things. Like you print out the picture and iron it onto the t shirt. Right. But uh, it didn't didn't really work so well. It wasn't uh, it wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, and see, I know I would mess that up. There's no way I could get that like even and you know, right. up. which now through the wonders of the internet, you can just like upload a design to a shirt and get it printed off for 20 bucks and it's at your house uh, yep. next week, you know? Exactly. So it works. But um, I guess we'll go ahead and get on into the nitty gritty here. Uh, Mike, I'll take point and we'll just alternate. All right. So, Candace. Yes. What got you into Beast Wars? Well, it all started way back when, 1996. I get confused about when exactly did the first episode air? Because I I heard it. 96. 96. Like there was a month. Like it was earlier in the year, like a March or something. But I didn't see it until September. That's when. That's how I started seeing. Okay, guys. It was September. Whatever. Sixth, eighth, whatever day it was. And it was right before school, and my brother was channel surfing, and he stopped on this cartoon, and he said, oh, my God, this is Transformers. I didn't know that much. I mean, I knew some of the G1 because of the movie, and but I was born in 84, so the show was already pretty much over by the time I was old enough to understand these cartoons. So anyway, we're watching it, and I said, this is pretty awesome. They're, they're animals, and I love this. I mean, I love G1 and the cars and the cassettes and all the, all the things they can turn into. But this was animals, guys, and it was computer generated, the whole thing. And I just, I immediately fell in love with it. I remember seeing Cheetor running across in the first episode, run somewhere. And <laughs> I was like, holy crap, this is awesome. And then you learn the good guys and the bad guys and what's going on. And uh, I just, I fell in love with it. The writing and the voice acting was incredible, I thought. And um, 
that's how that's how it all started for me is my brother channel surfing for school <laughs> it's uh like it's it's funny like funny you mentioned that because like those were my more prominent memories of watching beast wars as a kid was always like super early in the morning like i just for whatever yeah. reason woke up early and like just you know turned the tv on little little bitty like 15 inch box projection tv that probably weighed 600 pounds and uh like just kind of going through some of the the basic channels and like there was still a lot of infomercials and like old timey westerns and then i was just like what's this cutting edge technology and uh and yeah so did you did you like did you check out any of the you know like like i know you said you you were born in 84 so did you see any of the gts like as it kind of was coming on tv I, I don't remember really any of the G2 yeah. stuff. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I think yeah, it was well, mostly, well, I had, my brother had some of the toys and I was like, well, why is this Optimus different than the other one? <laughs> but I didn't really understand that stuff back then. We didn't have the internet back then. So couldn't, right. couldn't research at Google. What is it? And then who all, who all knew about like Lee's action figure digest and uh, you know, all these other like toy centric magazines that were oh God, mailed right. out to you <laughs> each month. <laughs> Insanity snail mail yeah telling you so cool uh and it's it's funny because like i i still don't know where it was or what it was that got me into beast wars i just remember like as far back as i can remember i remember having a beast wars grimlock toy and that was like the first one (laughs) and i thought i thought that was dinobot like i just i thought that was dinobot i i didn't know that they actually made a dinobot that was you know uh brown and and kind of like flesh tone colored as weird as right. they were um so i just thought i was like okay they just this is dinobot and like i called him dinobot forever until you know i found out in my 20s that that wasn't dinobot that was grimlock <laughs> and and I, and I just remembered remember the cartoon show i don't remember like the first you know the year or, or what or not i just i just remember having that that grimlock toy man so. <laughs> it was sort of my escape i was kind of like middle schoolish, and i i Academically, it was not very good in school, and it was so it was stressful for me. And, and when Beast Wars would come on, I w- I'd be so excited. It was it was like my place away from reality, and it just helped me through some stressful times in school. I just you know couldn't wait to get home to watch it on the weekends or whenever it came on. Then you'd start, guys, VHS, and you start recording them with your VCR. Ooh, yeah, videotaping it. Oh my god! I had I a. I got record every episode. I had a sweet collection of uh, Beast Wars and SWAT Cats cartoons uh, on VHS. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Pirating before. It was- All right. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> That's what they were there for. Mm-hmm. All right. What is your favorite Beast Wars toy? Favorite Beast Wars toy. I think for sentimental reasons, my my original Rhinox that my brother got me for Christmas back, I think it was 96, or did they come out in 97? Uh, you know, I don't know. Rhin- Rhinox may have been like tail end 96, early 97, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> been one of those. Either way, that's... And just because it was the first one I got, and Ronix was one of my favorites in the show, and um, and my brother got it for me, so that's one of those. And then the rest, pretty much every MP that keeps coming out. <laughs> oh, I know. They just keep I just, I can't. Better, better. 
<laughs> it's insane. Well, it's insanity. It's pure yeah. insanity. It's, it's what I've wanted since I was little. But then if you're little, you'd probably break them, scratch them, ruin them, and there's all expensive. Oh, man, I wouldn't care. I would absolutely go back in time and give younger me one of these masterpieces and be like, you got a lot to look forward to, kid. <laughs> don't, don't screw anything up. You're going to want to buy these. Yeah. And guess what? Three at a time, too. Yeah, that's why I said I'd go back and give them one. Just one. <laughs> Keep the flavor the flavor. The uh, Lyle Convoy is the only Lyle Convoy and the 38 Supreme Commander uh, Primal are the only ones I have. I, I only bought one of those. I only feel the need to buy one of those. But all the the, the you know Western show accurate stuff that's that's three a pop easy easy. <laughs> you know I can't say I get two each. I get one for display and one to stay in the box. Dinobot was the was the only one I broke that rule for. I got a fourth one. <gasps> a fourth one. Uh, yeah, yes, I, I, ladies, I, can you not tell? He's available. I picked up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna have to gonna have to like push them off of me when I leave the house. Um, yeah, it was basically like buying them buying them from Japan. It was essentially like buying three at U.S. retail price and getting the fourth one for free. Right. So um when you look at it like that it's like yeah it's hard to not <laughs> you know, so. i apologize guys it's it's fine mike has dogs too so oh, I, she knows well, i actually told her about my dogs like <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of masterpiece though what masterpiece beast wars figure do you want to see next what do i want to see <laughs> next i was really mulling this over for, well, I know we've had like a hundred rat traps, but he's my one of my top favorite characters, and I would really like just the perfect rat trap. I would love to, especially to to go with like MP Dinobot. Just all the photo opportunities you would have for yes. just those two. Oh, <laughs> pure perfection. Yes, but I also thought about Pterosaur. For some reason, I kind of like his overall design in the show, and I kind of want to see that brought to life. Yeah, like we, we've been starved for an accurate pterosaur. Yeah, you know, like like we haven't even gotten a, a generations one. The only one we've got is the original, and uh, yeah, you know, we we got the the pre beast one and all that. But like, as far as like a, a pterodactyl pterosaur, um, most definitely. Mike, uh, what episode do you feel best represents Beast Wars? Oh, I don't know. Um, In Dakota's mind, it's only one answer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I say, I say, well, you know, I really like, I, yeah, I have kind of like one for me, and I like to, you know, I like to kind of like act as go-tos, but I mean, it's always like, it's always going to be Code of Hero. Code of Hero was, was really, really good, I have to admit. Um, what else did I kind of think on that? Oh, the agenda parts, all three of those, because you're kind of getting more serious and you're bringing in the G1 stuff and it's kind of like, holy crap, this stuff's going on here and it's kind of interesting for me. And, Hardcore and continuity. Yeah. yeah, Transmutate was like, was anyone who... Slow, but it was really kind of emotional. Anyone who yeah. like doesn't have a glass eye, like at least a little glassy eye at the end of Transmutate, they're a psychopath. Honestly, man, like, you know, my, my, my go to uh, episode for season one, like is, is always the low road. And oh um, yes. yeah, yeah. Like we, we, um, one of, one of our previous guests, uh, kitten fishes, 
uh, that was that was her answer. And I was so surprised. I was like, dude, someone else like really enjoyed the low road, um, potty humor and kind of serious tones, but like just fun cartoon elements. Yeah. Uh, season three, like I was, I was always a fan of Feral Scream. Uh, yes. That whole that little pre-order. There's just so many great episodes in Beast Wars, but like as far <laughs> oh, as you know, one, two, and three. That's that's where I relate the most. I think. Hmm. I have to agree with most of those. Yeah. How do you feel about other forms of Beast Wars fictional media, like uh, comics, the Japanese stuff, uh, the BioCard fiction? Uh, any fan fiction you're a fan of out there? I can't pick anything specific. I know I've read some things, but it was kind of years ago. I, I always enjoy it. Anything, the art, the fan fiction, the uh, photographs that people can do with the toys, anything. I love it all. Now, some of the, I know you had sent me a link for the Beast Wars 2. I haven't gotten into that yet. I haven't watched it yet, but I definitely plan to because I want to see what this is all about. And so oh, man. all these years because I and and your boy Primal shows up in it too. Oh, like, like and he, well, he doesn't he doesn't show up in the series. He shows up in the movie, oh. but yeah, like he uh, he still he shows up. He's so he's like he's part of that. He's he's in that. Well, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, well, I gotta watch this stuff. I know I have so much to catch up on. Get so far behind. Oh man, like you really do. I was I was so fortunate, like. Uh, and, and I was so excited whenever Karyuto was just like, "Yo, dude, this is what we're working on." I was, oh, man, I was, bing, 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 bing. Oh, man, I was, I was all over the place. Um, it, it was awesome. Like, so again, huge shout out to those guys for um, guys and gals for doing Beast Wars Second and Beast Wars Neo. Oh, I'm so far behind. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. They also like and all their all their their downloads. They uh, they release like mangas and. You know, there, there's even like a script for an episode uh, in the Neo stuff and like magazine scans and the DVD cover scan, like so many extras in their torrent downloads. Like, that's why I'm like, I tell people like, yeah, you can go watch it on YouTube, but, you know, you can download the torrent. You get an Eastern translation, a Western translation or, or, or I say translation, like call out. So instead of like, uh, you know, metamorph or, or whatever, they'll say maximize or, or, you know, terrorize, so on and so forth. So, it's pretty cool. Shameless plug. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, how do you rank Beast Wars as a cartoon and toy line compa- compared to other incarnations of Transformers? Come on, guys. Come, you should know. You know. Look, it's kind of laughing. Uh, it's number one. Sorry. It's number one. Okay. G1. I love G1, too. But Beast Wars is my all-time go-to favorite best ever i love the toys i love the show the comics the video games man that, that like single-handedly i i had uh the beast wars video game for the original playstation oh God, uh, before metals like i had it on playstation i actually had it on pc too and there will never be a more difficult game that I'll ever, I couldn't do it. I just liked running around and transforming. Like I tried <laughs> shooting at stuff, but stuff was like shooting at me from across the way. I couldn't see anything. I didn't know how to do anything. Never, I never cleared a level, but it was fun just kind of going through and playing as a uh, different characters until I got scrapped or overloaded with inner John. <laughs> that was a wild man. That really? was, that was before shooters oh. really took off, you know? Yeah. 
it was very difficult. I was disappointed. Like you do the maximize. I was like, that's not their voice from the show. <laughs> that generic sounding. Uh, what the yeah. hell? I was so disappointed. <laughs> oh, man, that was that was like B, like budget, like uh, like they, they got they got the janitor to come in and you know just <laughs> hey say a couple of these lines. We'll you know we'll cost toss you a hundred bucks or something. I was like, okay. Uh, now I want to kind of add a spin on that. Um, how would you how would you rank Beast Wars with like other cartoons, like notably from the '90s? Because like we got a lot of cool shit in the '90s. Like I said earlier, we got SWAT Cats, we got X Men the Animated Series, Spider Man, uh, Gargoyles. Oh, Gargoyles. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Man, what Captain playing the '90s show? Don't we don't talk about that? I think it was an 80s show, Mike. You, oh, your generation can that? have that. Oh, okay. Which one was that? Captain Planet. Planet. Oh my god, Captain Planet. Was that 80s? Are you sure? Oh, oh dude, oh, he had a he had a man. mullet. It, it had to have been the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, my goodness. Um, well, we also had Reboot, which I also yeah. enjoyed. Well, it was the first computer generated show, right? Fully computer generated show, and I just I thought it was really cool. It's, it's like a computer, which everyone's getting their computers and they're learning the internet and stuff. They're they're playing like computer games at that, like whenever the yes. big cube drops down too. That that was so cool. And like reboot would always play like right before, right after Beast Wars. So like, you know, you just kind of like got sucked into that as a cartoon as well. Anyways, hey, just awesome. just to, just to clarify, my boy Deluxe just clarified Captain Planet was nineties. GB. Oh goodness. He would know he's older than I am. <laughs> nice. No. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so, now we'll all get the song stuck in our head, right? <laughs> I didn't I didn't I'm gonna I'm gonna have to drink that out of myself later. Was it the nineties also when Don Cheetah did the real live action of Captain Planet? Wasn't that nineties oh, too? Was there a live action Captain Planet? Yeah, Don Cheetah War Machine was Captain Planet. Cheetle. He was Captain Planet. No. I will find it. I don't know if they did a full movie, but there's like a sketch of him playing Captain Planet. He has the green face paint all over him and everything. That sounds familiar. That's wild. Uh, Shout out to Afote. He's in the chat. Brother Kyle's in the chat. Deluxe Baldwin's still hanging in there with us. Uh, Sam Mead. What's up, man? Little short Sam. And... um, Dalton said it was a parody of Captain Planet. It was on a, a and oh. Brett just said it was SNL from a few years ago. Oh, okay, well, it so. looked like the nineties. That I mean, <laughs> that, that may have been like the, the the luster to it. I guess I don't I don't know. I'm glad like I'm glad to know it was just a parody from from Saturday Night Live and and nothing like that actually. <laughs> the taint because like because that's one of our topics for later, right? Is you know, it's, it's talking about the nineties. So I'm like, okay, sweet. But yeah, so like there were a lot of cartoons in the nineties. Like, you know, what uh like how would you would you would you still like put oh, Beast Wars at number one or you got some Well, it's that's kind of tough for me to say because it's such it feels like there's such a so many years between. Like I was madly in love with Darkwing Duck when I was little in elementary school, but then later I'm like Beast Wars, it's all about Beast Wars. So it's like kind of a huge transition there. So I don't I don't know how to really compare it. It's 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 gotta be my all time favorite. Nice. That's anything. A good one. 
like, I, I know for me, like I, I bounce back and forth between that and the '90s X Men cartoon. Like as like great. like those are the two like definite focal points of of like my childhood, and even as an adult, like being fond of of those properties. You know, it's it's like they they they're constantly like vying for top spot. You know, because I love me some X Men and I love me some Beast Wars, and you know, they're, they're both going to. I'm going to be buried in X Men and Beast Wars, like a like a personalized casket. <laughs> that would be odd. Well, people, well, people like me might come over and start picking them off. It's just <laughs> no, like yeah, yeah. That's the well. The deal is to have to have all of them melted down and oh, in, like as the casket. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I was gonna hope like it would all fit inside the casket, but if it's big enough, then we'll just line the casket in all the melted plastic. Nice. Oh, of everything that I have. So. Oh, Bro, Sam Mead's making fun of you, Mike, uh, calling it Don Cheetah. Uh, y'all know uh, y'all know my old age. I got problems saying words correctly. And that's funny. Oh Mike. Is it my turn or is it your turn? It's it's your turn. Uh, Number seven. No, it's yours. I'll do I'll do the odds. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's right. Uh wow, how did I how did I mess that up? I know. Um, I'm so glad you did. I want number ten. I want number ten. I do, Mike. Oh, Mike, I'm so happy you get to answer number. Or you get to ask number eight too. It's like that's your question. Um, what is or was what toy is or was at the top of your wants list? Is or was? I still have so many to collect, guys. I still don't have. I'm gonna probably butcher these names. Beast Gorilla. I still don't have that one. Oh, uh, perfect effects off. Uh, yeah. Well, at least that one. And um, Shakarat, that the repaint of Rampage. She was like, oh crap. We uh, we we had a uh, Cryotex Customs uh, on. He was like our our second or third guest, I think. He managed to get one for free. What? You can't even find them anywhere. I know. Well, he ordered it. He ordered it on eBay, and like the box came in a little dinged up, and there were a couple oh, of like. Uh, chips or whatever so like so he, he filed a complaint with ebay and um ebay like bef- like without even getting the buyer involved they just refunded him the entirety uh wow. of the purchase yeah oh, crazy crazy ebay, you'll see one of those every blue moon up there there was an incomplete one not long ago that was i think kabar showed it to me it was like uh, uh i don't i don't know i think it ended up selling for like 200 and something like it was missing the like the lower crab legs and a few other things. It was that must wild. have been, that must have been let's wild. make a deal bin toy. <laughs> <laughs> I dude, I thought about. I, I was thinking like because the shell on it was still nice. Like if it would have if it would have stayed cheap, I'd have picked it up just to have a spare shell. You know, like just in case anything happened. No end to Dakota's greed. It really isn't. It really isn't. <laughs> at, at, at TFCon oh, Chicago wow. last year, I found another Botcon 01 Tigatron that was sealed, like tape uncut. Wow. And like, I just, I, I, even though I've got one that's open, I picked it up anyways. And uh, like, I was just like, I, could, I couldn't pass it up. And it was like, oh my God, it was so cheap compared you to what they were. You bought that other one at uh, Peach Robocon. Remember we found that one that stored? Uh, Red bought it. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was kind of thinking about that because, like, they were kind of going back and forth to prices, and I was just like, "Dude, you don't want to know what I paid for my the last one that I, you know, found that was sealed." Let alone, like, I just love that toy, man. That's that's probably my favorite exclusive of of all time. 
Um, but I mean, like, see, I mean, you'll be able to find them. Like, like ideally, like look for them at conventions. Um, and I think that's where you'll find like the better deals for them. You're probably right. Yeah. I never think of it unless I actually see it. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, I need that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I, I, need that. Money. I don't. I don't think <laughs> I saw it. Like that's the thing. I don't think I saw that Tigertron until. Uh, until Sunday, I was just kind of scoping the dealer room out on Sunday. I mean, it was there like probably the whole weekend, and I was like, "No way!" <laughs> and uh, shout out to Tyler G, man. I, I sent it. Uh, well, sh- shout out to Tyler G, Mike Kincaid, and uh, Bricks on the Dollar because I-, I sent that with that little envoy, and they handed it off to Tyler, and he got Blue's signature on it for me at this nice. past CFCon Canada. So, but as as fate weaved its way to uh, to me getting that signature on that box. Lord willing. So. <laughs> you know, another one I would really, really like to get transmutate the whole, like you put them all together and it makes the build a figure. Yeah. I, now I like that's, that's another one. Like, but uh, you know, like over time they've warped um, <gasps> and, and some of the pieces have even broken. Like the plastics just brittle oh. on a lot of those pieces. But I mean, it's, it's easy enough to repair. Um, I ended up like drilling a small hole in the bottom of the foot on mine because the legs warped so bad it couldn't stay standing. And, um, I stuck a little GI Joe stand in that hole and like, that's, that's all you got to do. But yeah, it's like, just be careful with it. If you, if you get one, just be, yeah. Handle it. Thank you. For sure. So, so, uh, not cryotech shocker act and. And transmute. Oh, oh, I have cryotech, so that's good. I have, I've got that one. <laughs> There's like specific tough. ones I look for. It's, it's not like I don't have like every single toy. There's, I focus mostly on the show, the characters from the show, and then ones that really stood out, like some of the fusers that looked really cool. Right. The, so now it's just like the masterpieces and some of the rare looking ones. I don't know. It's, I pick yeah. and choose. I was gonna say, like, uh, you know, do you think you'll get to a point like after you do have all those? uh major wants um that you'll you, you'll just kind of start going after even like the the stuff that you just kind of passed up on like the non-show stuff it's kind of meh or maybe i mean i don't know i don't really have space for all <laughs> you're, dude, you're preaching to the choir i've got <laughs> i got all of mine and excuse me pardon me pose just real tight just tight <laughs> everyone uh share, share a shelf you know <laughs> They're all they're all breathing in each other's hot breath. You know what I mean. I was just going through a whole bunch of them. I have at my mom's, and opened up some boxes because I don't know what I have. And I found a, a sealed Quick Strike that I could have taken with me oh, to get calls. No. So I was so disappointed. I have my my loose one on display. I'm like I don't have another one of these. And I'm looking through, and I found one that's still on the package, and I was so pissed at myself. Yeah, because like that was like that was oh. probably his his first convention, wasn't it? I mean, it had to have been. At least his first Transformers, I think. Yeah, because I, I know I've never seen his name like really pop up like that. Yeah. I was scrounging around because like they announced him like two weeks before the show, and I was like, oh crap, I gotta I gotta buy one quick. I gotta you know, <laughs> yes. like since since I was sending this this care package, you know to. to <laughs> get taken care of really yeah. like freak me out <laughs> found a bunch i had forgotten i even had it's like thanks for then you, go, then you go scouring ebay like oh i don't have this one you buy like oh i already had this one i've done Damn that it. before <laughs> i uh yeah i mean yeah you gotta, gotta keep a spreadsheet 
Spreadsheets uh, <sighs> save lives. I used to have one. I don't know what happened. Oh, man. <laughs> well, so I should make a new one, right? Duh. I would. Uh, real quick, Ghost Lord Peter, join us. What's up, man? Uh, speaking of uh, names that are that are familiar to the podcast, man, where is Ugly Fat? It's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fat with ph, but uh oh sweet. Dev- yeah, yeah, definitely my favorite YouTube name uh, so far, <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, Mike. All right, number eight, which is my favorite question: What are your feelings on the third party versus official spectrum? I love the third party stuff. Yep. Yep. Nope. 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 Mike hates, like, with a passion, hates. Yeah, I love it for the, like, the show accuracy and the articulation, is why I love the third party stuff. I, I, it's got to look like the character from the show for me. But the originals, so, like, the official original stuff, I love because it's so nostalgic to me. It's just. So if you were given a choice to buy your Grail original made by Kenner Hasbro versus a third-party garbage, which one would you go with? <laughs> Jesus, Mike. There's no, bias. There's no bias in that at all. <laughs> that, one, that one bit. That's a tough one. See? So maybe, let's maybe, okay. Let's maybe let's, for the original. I might have to do like the official original. Let me okay. Let me let me just lay out a, a more balanced example. Okay. So you know, like there's there's the figure there's the figure JX Transmetal Two Megatron coming out. Uh, that's masterpiece scale. Looks like Transmetal Two Megatron popped out of the cartoon. It's impressive. It's hellaciously impressive. So let's say. They do a rampage, which again would be show accurate, MP scaled, hellaciously impressive. And they decided to do because that they're doing a cryotech out of the transmit uh, Megatron. What you know? What if they decide to do a uh, a shocker act, which which you're after an original? Like what? Like push came to shove, money wasn't an issue, but you can only have one. Which oh, one would you geez. go for? Wow. Masterpiece, third party, show accurate, or just a toy from the late nineties that's uh, got you know flaking chrome issues. <laughs> don't get me don't get me wrong, dude. I love I love my shocker act. I love my shocker act, but but I mean, let's it is what it is, right? God. I have some that haven't cracked, so <laughs> they're in the package though. So. But I don't. I think I'd still have to go with the '90s with that one. Now, if it was Rampage, if it was like officially Rampage masterpiece, I would have to go with that. Okay, so but you you would take a chakra. I'd go with the original from the '90s. I respect that. As as a uh, someone who who holds uh, exclusives in a holy in a holy place, I do respect <laughs> that. But I think it's I think I think it's awesome that. You know, like again, like go go with the the newer third party show accurate rampage over like even the Takara Metals one, uh, let's say. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Just FYI, where he holds his stuff precious at is his mother's china cabinet. <laughs> that's that's not even the truth. I like I put he gun- has a china cabinet though. I, I promise you that. I, I put I put I put Gundams in my mom's china cabinet. Like oh, if- you moved it around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, okay. all the autograph stuff is in the is in the main room now. That was a great show too, Gundam Wing. Thank you. So, so Gundam like like, have you seen any other Gundam Gundam shows? I think I've seen parts of like the one that was after it or something, but I didn't really get into it. 
Okay, I got you. Yeah, Gundam Wing is where it's at. Me and Tyler G are gonna, uh, you know, kind of nail that home. Gundam Wing is is the best wing, is the best Gundam. Sweet. Uh, speaking of other toy lines, what other toy lines do you collect? Jeez, not too many. I've I've I have a couple G ones that probably aren't even complete because they're old, and I just buy them at conventions or something. <laughs> um, I have some Machine Wars. Ooh, I'm sorry. Still in the boxes, I think. <laughs> oh, right? Machine Wars? You remember that? I have a lot of Beast Machines. I was just looking through my Beast Machine stuff that I didn't even remember I had. And they're all in their boxes. I never took the Beast Machines out. Who plays with the Beast Machines toys? Uh... <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't care what anyone says. Like, after after not, like, listening to, like, the, the status quo and, and it's, like, just play like messing with and experiencing beast machines like myself to get my own formed opinion of them uh beast machines was an awesome toy line it wasn't show accurate and that does suck but as toys they were all fun they all had their own little deal with the the clear plastics and all that i I still stand by that like it's a fun line and people shouldn't like just be so quick to jump on a bandwagon you know there were some cool toys i found the shark i don't remember what his name was i found a shark i have that that guy looks awesome this was beast machines (laughs) It's nuts. Like all the basics were just so so sweet. Like there, there were a few duds. Like the Buzz Claw was kind of, eh, but like the the Silver Bolt I thought was was a fun oh, toy. Yeah. If he was bigger, of course, show accurate would have been great. Uh, <laughs> Battle Unicorn is the best basic in that entire line. Like the Snarl, the Beast Machine Snarl, best of looks. That was the Lion. Oh, the, the lion. Gold Lion. Oh, do I have that? God, I don't know. Shoot for the universe version. It's it doesn't have all the the GPS, but like the 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 regular Beast Machines version just looks so pretty. Hmm. So like I, I bought them both, like absolutely no question. But yeah, I mean they're super <laughs> fun. Super I can't. Fun. You know, my, I don't really do like the whole. I pick like certain characters. Like I want to get all, say from this series, say Armada. I got the leaders, Megatron and Optimus, of course, and maybe someone else. And I don't really go through the whole. I was going to say, that's a, that's a tall order to uh, trash talk Beast Machines and talk about buying Armada. <laughs> I, have a t- I have more Beast Machines than I thought I did. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I, I don't really... Um, I have a couple from animated, like Optimus and Grimlock. I don't, I don't really I'm do sensing the whole... a pattern. I'm sensing yeah, a pattern. All the good guys, usually, <laughs> in Megatron, probably. But <laughs> yeah. I don't really do that much collecting for anything else but beast wars we got a purist really? on our hands that's that's great yeah. you're 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 with like-minded individuals except mike he buys pops and we shame him for it yeah you're right. I, have, I have a few pops welcome to funko cast your uh funko pops podcast <laughs> funko fanatics <laughs> all right so, the, the number last or the the number, number last. No, no, no. The number <laughs> last question, Mike. You got it right. Yeah, number last question. Um, Tigertron. It's, it's not like the last question, though. I know. I saw the rest of them. Uh, Tigertron. Is he a dick? <laughs> let's why, be honest. Why? Let's yeah. Let's let's objectively look at uh, you know his his character from the show, uh, decisions that he made. And, uh, Is he a dick? Was he a dick for what he did? 
for what when he they, did. When they asked him for help, and he was like, uh, "No, I'm going to watch some flowers over here." Or he just like he was. Just, he was. Well, there's more to the question. Okay, there's a little bit. Well, more. no, it's, it's really cut and dry. Is the dude a dick or not? And he was. He was. He was making. He was uh, making the beast with two catbacks with Snowstalker when everyone yeah. was fighting the war. When uh, he was uh, running off with Air Razor, doing he, Lord knows gave, what. She's a bird. And then he gave up uh, trying to, to mature Cheetor like his redheaded stepchild. And he was like, yeah, go on. Dude, yeah. Like, like Cheetor was just like, hey, big cat. Every time Tigatron was around, Tigatron, like, Tigatron would just like be real quick to like leave the scene, go to a bar, and just be like, that kid's something else. Like, just, uh, <laughs> just hanging out, just prowling for some more lady tigers. No, and him and Air Razor's off time. So sounds this like a dick be, to me. Oh my God, this can't be unseen now. If I watch the show, I'm like, wow, where'd he go? What happened? Why is he off with Air Razor doing this? He gave up on Cheetor? You guys are you're poisoning my mind with these they, ideas. Of we're pointing out facts that he's We dead. even, yes, very biased facts, but facts nonetheless. And like, <laughs> they, they, they even dedicated an episode of like, you know, like the, trying to talk him into like being on the team. And Dinobot was even just like, you're either going to be on the team or I'm going to kill you. And, uh, he wow. like he was still just like nope. It's just not how I saw it. No, he was not a dick. Oh, mm. bam! We've got mm. to get, we've got to put some videos together all of all of the of the dickish moves by Tigertron. All right, so Tigertron. what what was the what was the defining? He's not a dick trait. Mm, for me personally, well, I like what he did, what helping he did. them through their beast modes. I like that whole thing. I like how he's kind of anti-war. I my I myself do not like wars or guns and that kind of stuff. So I kind of related him into the way that's, you know, you, all life is precious and protect all of it. I see. I viewed people. him. I viewed him uh, walking them through the the beast override thing as him forcing his lifestyle on the rest of the night. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so. uh... Oh my god! Balls in your court. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, they either way, Dakota, they needed the help. They couldn't do it without him. And that's why uh, he got blasted. That's that's see, that's a very his... uh, that's a very my way or the highway uh, kind of oh attitude. God. So they didn't work out too well for him, did it? <laughs> wow. I mean, let's be honest. I, was I mean, not he goes... expecting this. Tiger Tiger Trauma's like, all right, you guys got to do some hot yoga, and do we really have to do hot yoga? Yeah, you got to do hot yoga. It's like, do we really? What about the whole flying island thing? He he did some stuff with that. That was that was that was only because his main squeeze was in jeopardy. <laughs> wow. All right, these are facts. These are so hardcore facts. He was uh <laughs> he was he was thinking with his gut gun and not really his head. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dakota went there. The gut, good. <laughs> oh my goodness, guys! This screams everything. Nineteen nineties. This we, is uh, like a whole new view on the show for me. We do this with every. We do this with every guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this question wasn't made just for you. Yes, everybody. This. It's a. It's a. It's a staple for the show. Like. Uh, oh my goodness. Cast members, old and new, they they all get the the. The treatment, and we we try to like manipulate our way into being like, yeah, Tigatron's kind of a dick. <laughs> I 
that, like it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Like he can be a dick, and it's a, it's a good thing that he's like that. Oh but I mean, if you kind of look at it, sometimes Dinobot was kind of a dick. I was gonna say a lot of people think Ratchet was a dick because he oh, he was a dick. And selfish. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You like, know what? No Let's be honest. I think the whole damn cast was a bunch of dicks. <laughs> well, there were a lot of males. That's oh. that's fair. That's fair. A lot of robo testosterone <laughs> uh, pumping in that base. Every time a fembot came around, like Tigatron was like dibs. They all running to see who it was. Like who? Like the horny dogs. Oh my goodness, guys! Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, go back to uh, Silverboat. I mean, Silverboat was all about the spider. But Leafy yeah. wasn't a dick. He was there fighting. He was. He was noble. Pure. Noble. <sighs> he was protecting his milady. Kind of stretching yeah. it on the pure part, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so she's officially answered it. He is not a dick. Wow. Bravo. I'm I still I can't believe you you, you you stood strong with it. Yeah. All right. We'll still mark that down as a yes for oh, exactly. Uh, that's fake news. You can't the do data. <laughs> for, that's for the data. Where you look now, Dad? That's our. Uh, that's, that's our. That's our uh, data collection. You know, just a hundred percent track record, according to Stasis Lock. Uh, <laughs> results, results may vary. Um, so oh one of, one of the things um, that that is really awesome is you do a lot of art, and I definitely wanted to to kind of focus on this aspect because you do a lot of very impressive art. Uh, I know whenever I, you know, whenever you were at Little Rock Comic Con and I saw the uh, the primal, I was and you had prints. I was like, I gotta have one of those prints. And you know, like I even saw you like drawing the Cheetor as it as it kind of was from the the reference image. I was like, holy shit! Um, it it blew my mind. So I definitely and, and like I don't see any other uh, at least Transformers related art. And I know you do things, you know, other things, not just Transformers related. <laughs> Um, yeah. like you know, we we link to your to your Facebook uh, art page in which you have a bunch of other stuff, like very uh, realistic. Like, like I think I saw like Tom Hanks from Saving Private Ryan. Yes, yes. On there, uh, w- which like I I've, I've watched that movie for the first time earlier this week. It was on TV, and I watched it at work. And I, like I came across, I was like, holy shit! It, it was it was incredible. So we have some questions, and um, first off, do you have any like? other artists that inspire you uh, to, to draw or have inspired you in the past to, to kind of like kickstart that. Kickstart that. I can't say specifically. I'm, I'm more of a self-taught artist. So <clears throat> I, I can't say specific. I mean, some now I come across like da- Damon Bat, who I'm friends with. I, I love his stuff. And I, when he posts it, I'm like, Oh my God, I wish I could do drawings like that. And like, it just seems to pull out of his head and I, I can't do that. I need references for everything. And, uh, or, or Dan Canna, he's another one. Some oh, I know. I, I, I love Dan stuff. And then there's a lot of random ones I see on Twitter that just, wow. But I can't, I can't remember all the names you come across. But once, once in a while, there might be one here or there that kind of inspires me. Like, oh, I gotta get to work on that now. And I gotta do this and I gotta get this done. But. There isn't. I don't think there isn't one specifically that had like a real impact on on my own talent. Right. I got gotcha. you. 
That's which is that that's interesting to me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I like I was I was kind of like I was kind of expecting like yeah, you know, this person that you know kind of does the same thing was was my inspiration. But you're so you're completely like self taught. You just kind of picked it up and started doing it one day as a hobby. Yeah, and uh, I can't did you do classes <laughs> like uh, art classes in school. I had some art classes. Um, yeah, middle school, high school. I went to college for art, but it was digital art, so it was kind of the other aspect of it, like video editing and Photoshop and that kind of stuff. So it wasn't wasn't too much hands-on with a pencil or a paintbrush. It was mm-hmm. digital on a computer, but I'm much more pencil. I like to do it hands-on. Um, but when when the Lion King came out originally back in the '90s, that was my. I bought all the little trading cards, and that's when I really started drawing constantly and i think that's how i got most most of my uh skills and techniques from and practicing awesome kudos to the lion king and pokemon (laughs) i I drew a lot of pokemon too (laughs) yeah that that was another another big thing from uh from the 90s that i often forget about yeah well that's fine we have adorable little pocket monsters and uh uh, U80s kids have uh, eight toes, so. Shut up. <laughs> really, you couldn't have done the whole show without bringing up the eight toe? Hell, they're <laughs> no. talking about in the chat. Right? really couldn't. <laughs> That's okay. I'll take my rainbow bright and my little ponies in the 80s any day of the week. Oh, yeah, I remember those too. 80s, baby. They're the 80s. You can't have them. Yeah. I can't have I can't have them. <laughs> can't have them. Inspector Gadget was that 80s or 90s? Mm. That might have been a late uh, 80, early 90s, maybe. I do remember Inspector Gadget in the 90s, the cartoon. I definitely because I remember McDonald's had the car, had the had the like the toys in the in the 90s where you like got all pieces and it was like I think that was probably like the first build a figure ever. <laughs> <laughs> was, was the McDonald's Inspector Gadget? That's funny. okay. All right, what tools of the trade do you commonly use? Pencil. I actually pretty much just use this right here as a mechanical pencil. That's how I do most of my is this. <laughs> that's something else that's just like insane to me. Like like I see, you know, like I you know, I thought you were like for some of these for some of these pictures, I was just like, Oh, maybe she's using one of those like little charcoal things, you know, with the with the lines or or whatever. But like getting like like I can't express it enough. Uh, I know Ghost Lord Peter asked in the chat, like where your art could be found and, and i told them you know to where, where to go look on facebook but um again like i'll post links after the show for anyone who's who's interested but like seeing like how it, it's it's like screen accuracy in black and white it's crazy that it's all done with a mechanical pencil like that shit is so impressive thank you it's it's very time consuming <laughs> ah god i would imagine but i love doing it i love i love making it my own and just a, a favorite scene of mine or a quote or something. And I just like, and then I'll add something that's, so it's not completely like from the show. I'll add like a little uh, sparkle here or something with the eyes or something in they're holding or whatever. I'll change just a tiny little thing to make it my own. I need to get a, I need to get a, a picture of um, like right as uh, act two from code of hero ends, you know, the let the battle be joined instead of his sword. I need him holding a beer. Oh my god! I could probably do that. <laughs> That's pretty good. 
that would uh that would that would immediately get framed and like i would hang that i would hang that above my bed uh 100 I'd, I'd, I'd have to get a couple of copies right. home of here i got this <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> exactly i love it i love it dakota <laughs> um speaking speaking of um just uh like we were even like ghost lord peter just uh just kind of looked it up and um was was talking about uh, a lot of the the stuff um and, and i got a question from tyler g i'll follow up with this one uh what is your favorite art piece that you've created hmm. out of everything it doesn't have to be just beast wars because i know you do a lot i do a lot of beast wars now. <laughs> um that's a good one um like I saw the 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 you know I guess like the dead Mufasa uh, on your page as oh, well. Yeah, and I was just like I was, was like God. That was, all the um, feelings. I had I think my one of my first Photoshop coloring things I did was Adult Simba, kind of like he just landed and was going to face off with Scar, mm-hmm. and but I took away the lines and stuff and kind of made it the the colors and the shading was the contrast and and whatever. So I kind of went back to that with that Mufasa one was right. there and i just wanted to make it more with more oomph to it more dimension i guess i think that and, as a kid prepared me for code of hero as like a slightly <laughs> older kid God. you know I like cried in a movie so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i still need to go see the the, the quote-unquote live action one oh yes <laughs> yeah yeah, um, well, I, okay, I have to agree with that one. I really like how that one came out. I even put a little sparkle to Simba's tear coming down his cheek there. Yeah, uh, so many emotions. Um, originally, I was going to put Scar behind, like, real faded. Like, you could barely see him coming through the, the cloud of dust. But, right. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Something, something took me in a different direction. I said, no, don't do that. <laughs> I hear you. Um, uh Tyler's got a question. It says, have you created any original characters or kind of played around with that idea to do um, original stuff? Okay. I did, actually. Um, one was called Diesel. It was a bull, like a transmetal bull, some black bull or something. Um, actually, oh, that's awesome. And, uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if you, if you can get a uh, – would it be on your Facebook page? Oh gosh, um, geez, I don't know. I might have been too embarrassed. I, I, I was gonna say, like, like if not, you should definitely, you should definitely uh, upload it, and we'll share it to the Stasis Lock page because, like, I love the idea of new characters. You know, like something that we haven't gotten mm-hmm. in a long time. New, new stuff. I think uh, another one was called Collapse, and he was a, a like a Transmetal one point five <laughs> grizzly bear or something. So he kind of had the. He kind of had like half of him was the original standard beast mode, and then the other half was like getting more into the metal stuff and weird, weird transmetal stuff. Okay, so, cool. I'm a, I'm a big <laughs> fan of the transmetal two stuff, so that kind of asymmetry, mm-hmm. uh, I, I love it. Uh, transmetal two is probably my my favorite toy aspect of Beast Wars, for sure. They are pretty, they are pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I have those on there, but if I don't know, I'll definitely look for them wherever I put them and try to get them to you. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate that. I'd definitely like to, to check them out. Other than that, I usually have a very difficult time pulling anything I really create in my head out on paper or in the computer. I I don't know why I just, it's very difficult for me. So I always have to have a reference to draw from. 
That's okay. why I always think my stuff isn't that creative because I'm just using someone else's. <laughs> oh, but it's like, but the the way the way you're making it is great. It, I mean, it's 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 phenomenal, for sure. Thank you, thank you. No doubt. I I try to, I try, I want to try to stick out in the fan base with that. I know Beast Wars isn't the biggest cartoon, or even in Transformers, it's not really that great among the fans. It's better than our That's that's <laughs> like I, I don't know about that, and that's something I thought yeah. about it as a topic. Uh, yeah, it'd probably be for a later date, but like you know, I, we we're all kind of conditioned to think that way here. I think in the Western fandom, but like we see how Takara is is doing these MPs. You know, we we've gotten one, two, three, four new Beast Wars molds back to back. Um. That's true. You know, and and on top of that, so like so like there's the Japanese audience. Uh, I, I you know I kind of like poke around in the Facebook groups a lot, and, and I'm only in two of them, but I know there's a couple more out there. But it's like uh, the Beast Wars Latin America page has like a ton of followers, just a bunch of followers. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's like I was surprised when I saw it. I was like, holy cow, man! It was like uh, so. So there's that, and I know like there's some uh, in the Beast Wars Transformers group. There's um. Uh, a fair amount of not only like Latin American, but also like, you know, various Asian uh, country uh, people that, that are, that are kind of in like, I, I wish, I wish Juan was in the chat. Um, I'd, Cause I'd ask him, I'd be like, you know, what's the, you know, what's up with, with like Latin America, like how popular is beast wars in that like section of the fandom? Cause I, th- I think it's more than what we would kind of like to believe it to be, you know, maybe it is. So. Well, I thought because it's that's what I'm passionate about. I love G1 too, but I just there's so many G1 artists out there who are amazing. And even if it's just line art or the coloring, it's, it's amazing. So I thought I just want to stick with Beast Wars and do my pencil stuff. I think that might stand out. I don't know. So that I, this is just a point it came to that I just focused on that. And pretty much. It does, man. It, it definitely does. <laughs> Thank you. Um, when did you first realize you had talent in art? I don't know. I was I was very little when I started drawing. Did you come remember... out of the womb with a pencil in your hand? <laughs> yes, I pretty much. It's, it okay, there we go. Been... <laughs> Question answered. Just, uh... Very painful for my mother. <laughs> Just oh, wait. How the pencil get in there? She came with the pencil, and her mother handed her the paper. She came out. Bam! There you go. <laughs> Instead, like in, instead of like the pop on the bottom, it was just like she started drawing on a piece of paper, and like that was that was how they like checked to make sure the breathing was was right. Oh <laughs> We're good. <laughs> I will say that my my mom's always been very encouraging with my talent, my art, but um, I don't know. I was very young. I remember something I drew. My sister's gonna hate me for this. It was her birthday. <laughs> And I drew a birthday card for her, and she was into horses. So I I tried drawing this horse. It was very young, and it was very out of proportion. <laughs> she she'd look at it. And she's like, I could draw better than that. <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> Just like nothing, nothing like that. Like, dude, that's that's some of that like uh, some of that Saiyan like Dragon Ball Z Saiyan love right there. Like. <laughs> 
Jeez. <laughs> Terrible, right? She regret. I, I think she feels bad about that, but it was so long ago, and obviously it didn't affect me that much because I just kept drawing anyway. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, even even just showing her, like, like one of the more recent pieces, like, can you do it better now? <laughs> <laughs> she she did. She used to draw really well. She was really good with horses and animals. So. Do you think like that's? Do you think you like kind of picked up on any of of you know her? Um, I think some of her stuff might have been inspirational for me, and yeah, kind of influenced me. Now that you say that. Nice. We got a we got an answer for number one. No, <laughs> my <go>. sister. <laughs> um, we so we've talked about you know favorite piece and and you know fun things you've done. What was the most frustrating uh, picture you've you've ever drawn? Most frustrating. Like just like something just wouldn't like come out right about it. You had to you know kind of keep going back and, and lining things up. What what anger? What like which one that you've done has has angered you the most? Uh, just out of you know doing it. <laughs> For some reason, for some reason, okay, first season, Primal, in his robot mode, I have a very difficult time getting his face down right, his face and his head. There's something about it that every time I try to draw, I just cannot, and it drives me insane, and so I avoid drawing that from now on. He's too heroic. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the geometry of it, or it's just something always looks off, and I get so angry at it. I think it's I think it's because like the the way the mouth plate kind of like opens up for the actual mouth. It's like, odd, I, isn't it? It's yeah, kind of throws it off. Yeah, I don't from, from, know. From angles to organics. That's <sighs> uh, a any time I try to draw it, just so frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. It is. It's probably my uh, most. <laughs> what is the best way to contact you about commissions? Or to purchase a picture you've already drawn? The best way. There's no way. Leave me alone. I don't do anything for anybody. <laughs> I, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Facebook, probably, and Twitter. I'm, I'm pretty active on Twitter now. Oh. I was, I was going to say, like, I was going to say, like, how very Alex Ross of you. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't want to be on Twitter, but it turns out that it's a pretty good place to get my artwork out there like people just retweet and it's, it's good so there's a lot of really cool transformers peoples on twitter like like facebook yeah. has a has a lot of toxic transformers peoples but twitter <laughs> like everyone's just so nice and you know uh, yeah. more fans haven't made their way to twitter yet then so <laughs> the, the, the majority <laughs> the majority yeah. of them yeah they haven't made their <laughs> way over there yet yeah Cause, well well, cause well the, no, real they, quick, the real answer is his Transformer fans are dicks. <laughs> we are. We're so we're like the I don't know, man. We're so vile to each other sometimes it's not even funny. We're all dicks. That's all it is. Again, I disagree. That's <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna keep this. Mike Mike's just Mike's just cynical <laughs> in his old age. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the gonna, best way to go about it. You know when you have a counter on the little like uh, South Park did when they said what was it, shits? Yeah. And when you have our words so every time we say dick, a number pops up. It keeps going <laughs> like a little counter. Maybe maybe that's the, the stasis lock buzzword. The buzzword dick. Yeah. All right. So so basically like Facebook and Twitter is the oh, yeah. The best yeah. way to do that. Okay. Cool. The best. Yep. Uh well, is there anything else you'd like to draw other than than Beast Wars or even any, you know, some of the other things that, that you have done? Like is there is there one thing that you just you want to but you haven't gotten around to it yet? Uh, for whatever reason? 
Um, a lot more animals, like real life animals and pets. Yeah. I think I, I like to get more into that. I keep focusing on Beast Wars because these conventions keep coming around, and I just draw something to get rid of it or whatever. It's like it's like there's like one every other month. It seems. <laughs> I know, and I can't just do anything else but <laughs> Beast Wars. But yeah, definitely more animals. I don't. That's my passion. So cool. That's what I like to do. And pets, because people love their pets being drawn or painted. And one hundred percent. Um, like if it came to, if it came to my pet or like a human stranger, sorry, human stranger. As you saw, I used to do a lot of those uh, celebrity portraits, um, just characters that I liked that they did in movies or whatever. And, and I just, they take forever. And I, I didn't want to keep doing that. Who cares? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just photorealistic Tom Hanks from saving private Ryan done with a mechanical pencil. <laughs> As you said nonchalantly, like, <laughs> come on now. Some of the, have you seen my, my um, oh, who was it? Kelsey Grammer as Beast from X-Men. And all the damn hair that's on his face. Yes. I'm it's, sick of doing the hair, people. All the hair. <laughs> it's so awesome. Tony I'm gonna, Stark I'm, and his hair there. Oh. I'm going to get someone to take a picture of me, like, in a bathrobe holding, because she's a, she's a small dog, and just, like, mm. with a corncob pipe. Uh, in one hand, I'm just gonna have like I'm just gonna have to send that to you to get a uh, photorealistic. Then right below, you'd be like, "I say, boy, I say, I say, I say, I say." Well, I do declare. I do declare. <laughs> I love crawfish. Weather, weather, weather's getting mighty frightening now, Cher. They want to call me on in. <laughs> oh Lord! Uh, uh, I want to do number eight now. I think there's a question. I think you might want to ask in the chat. Um, I was looking at just a second ago. Uh, let me find it. Go ahead, go ahead and ask it all. Uh, what would you recommend to someone starting out that wants to learn how to draw like you do? Oh goodness! Um, I guess the best thing I could say is practice, 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 practice. Whatever, and do what you like. Practice what you really like to to draw. Um, I mean, because if you're doing anything else, like some some people, some of the professional artists, um, someone I met from, he used to draw for Disney. He said, oh, you just you just draw every day, every day. Just do something. If you're sitting in a restaurant and you have a napkin, just draw on the napkin. Just keep drawing. And I'm not one of those people. I just, I'd rather just sit at home. I need the reference and just do what I really want to do. So you just have to find your niche, I guess, and just focus on that. And if it, it'll change. Focus on something else and just try different things. There are um, different ideas, techniques, mediums. There's, there's so much out there. I mean, I see people making art with fire. How the hell? Who comes up with these ideas? I'm, I'm Look, not a creator. But they like, these ideas. And panels yeah. of glass behind panels, behind panels to make like a 3D looking painting. What? Fabric. I've seen people make sculptures out of fabric. That, Ow, yeah, it's, you, you had mentioned you had mentioned the uh, the deal with like people uh, making art from fire. Uh, Blackout and shout. Uh, Mike Kincaid, his his girlfriend Vanessa, like she she like burns things onto wood and then like like stains it to get. Like, Ty, Tyler had a really awesome piece done of the Stasis Lock logo, and it was it was you know it was on a piece of wood and it was it was burned in and she she did the stain to uh, to like recreate uh, our first logo. It is extremely impressive she's done comic book covers comic book pages uh but yeah like it's 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 like there's always some something else that's just kind of like crazy out there 
that's you yes. know like someone's just really good at yes so that's that's really cool and try you know different uh, objects you know paint on a rock or a feather or something or use a feather or a leaf to as your paintbrush or so you get different different uh, textures yeah yes thank right. you so that's that's like i i would have never thought oh. that you know like i would have never even like oh i can just go grab something you know that's just randomly there and use that <laughs> right. as something to like texture something i like i'm just like if i can't do it with a brush i'm just too dumb like that's me <laughs> It's a, I think it's more of a matter of, of branching out, you know, watch videos online, get some ideas, you take art classes, and meet people, other artists, and follow people on Twitter. Oh, my God, there's so much art out there. Right. I found, like, a lot of uh, artists, and, like, even Transformers artists, they're super open to, to talk about, to, like, answer any questions I know, like, other aspiring artists would have. You know, like, I know, like, Robbie Musso is just super approachable you know, uh, at cons, uh, you know, on Facebook, stuff like that. Like, um, it's all just a really awesome bunch of, of yeah. people, it, you know, it seems. So it's, it's, it's really cool. I think it's cool. So, uh, yeah. we do have, uh, a, a viewer question that we're going to get into our, uh, slideshow segment. Uh, ghost Lord Peter asked, uh, for all of us, uh, if you could be, uh, basically like if you were a beast horse character, like what would be your beast mode? Uh, essentially like what's, uh, it's a roundabout way of like, what's your favorite animal? I got mine so picked out right now. I got the best one. Well, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> you know what it is? It's a penguin. <laughs> you know <laughs> why? Kind of penguin. The penguin stays at home while the wife goes to work. <laughs> She stays home and watches the kids. She does all the work. Some species, yes. Yeah, some uh, different penguins. That's the species I want to be. <laughs> Dude, I can... Oh, my God. I can the get penguin. behind that. That's great. I don't, oh, my goodness. There's so many animals. I, um, I guess I'll go. I would, uh, I would choose to be oh. an Ibex. Um, a who? An ibex. That's what that's what Ramulus is. A ram, Mike. Um, okay. And the only reason I, I say that is because, like, I don't know if it's them or if it's goats or if it's both of them. But like, and maybe yeah. I'm thinking of maybe I'm thinking of a goat. But it's like they can just like stand on anything. Like they can just. It doesn't matter like the angle uh, or whatever. They could just like they can just find a way to stand on it and just kind of relax there. And I like to pride myself on being able to just relax anywhere I want to. Just kind of like. Just post up, hang out, you know, like that's that's me. You would know, um, I would see you as one of those little little goats that bounce around all over the place. Oh my god, a little pygmy goat. The little, yeah, yeah, the little ones the that ones, bounce are the ones that are those the one that, those the ones that like seize up when they get scared. No, those are the fainting right. goats. Oh, okay, the fainting goats. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh, I'd like to see, I'd like to be that. I'd, I'd like to I'd like to be able to just like check out and take a nap, you know, like whenever. <laughs> just uh, use my fear as an excuse. So. <laughs> I want to be the goat that they used in a Taylor Swift video where they she's singing this switches to the goat and he goes, Bah Do you know what I'm talking about? I gotta I find the video. I gotta find the I video. Don't video. I'm afraid it's funny. It's right, a, it's which one? a yeah, one. for me, I don't yeah. Um I I don't know. I might have to go with the elephant. 
not i mean i can't really pick a favorite animal but i really do love elephants they're very very beautiful wonderful smart like very like, intelligent yeah Strong. like i yeah. dude i saw i saw a video that like absolutely shattered my heart and it was um a baby elephant that's uh, that's mother abandoned it, and it was just like, Aww. yeah, and, and a person, a human person, like faith restored in humanity uh, from this video, just like was essentially like caring for it, like as it was just sobbing all over this person, like it's it's insane, like the, like they they feel shit, you know what I mean? Like, yes, definitely. like people feelings, it's you know like like that that shit like blew me away. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, like like I said, like absolute heartbreak that. Uh, yes that this creature like realized that kind of like betrayal and heartbreak. I was like, Oh my God. So. But, but yeah, so I can, I can get behind that. I can, I can, I definitely uh, feel the whole elephant thing. Most, most <laughs> certainly. But, um, I know, uh, you, you said you wanted to, to do the rest of the show with us. Oh yeah. You're good with that. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I know like that was, uh, something we had, uh, we had talked about, and uh, I just wanted to uh, to make sure, for sure. But uh, for, right. for let's, sure. Let's. Uh, I think I got this full screen. Yeah, Boom! There we go. All right. So <laughs> this week's Beast Out and Shout, which is uh, something we do with the Blackout and Shout fellas, uh, is a strange one, Jed. Uh, Air Razor and Tigatron versus Laser Beak and Ravage. Um, so real quick, I'll kind of, I'll kind of go through the comments that we got on the Facebook page. Uh, Dalton, Dalton and CFs, he said, uh, easily Tigatron and Air Razor compared to Ravage and Laserbeak. They have robot modes, which that was kind of like my argument too. Like, um, the, the ones that get posable thumbs are going to win. It's just, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, you, you automatically win a thumb war if, uh, or you automatically lose a thumb war if you don't have any thumbs. Um, Dalton said Tigatron may be a dick, but he's also got his own skills <laughs> and uh, and mastered his beast mode. Uh, he also let it become part of himself instead of just being a robot and an animal's pelt. Uh, he's a robot and a beast. Uh, Ravage is just a, just a grumpy cat with missile launchers. <laughs> grumpy cat. And uh, Air Razor, he says Air Razor has enhanced eyesight in beast mode and agility in robot mode, along with her wrist-mounted missiles. Laser Beak just has a camera on his head and some pea shooters. <laughs> Um, he also he feels that uh, Air Razor and Tigatron have uh, character and chemistry together, where you you really don't see Ravage and Laserbeak working together too much. They just kind of act like wild animals in every episode, and uh, they only turn into cassette tapes. So that man, like I don't know, like I feel like because Ravage and Laserbeak are so tight knit, like within Soundwave, like I think if Soundwave was like on the sideline they would put up a much better fight than if it was just the two of them kind of like out in the wild, so to speak. Um, but like, I definitely do feel like Tigatron and Air Razor would have uh, a better chance just kind of like being a team, a unit. Um, but like, they also both got abducted and sent off like together. So like they weren't like I, I don't know like I don't see them very, being very perceptive of their around of their surroundings you know. Hmm. So it's tough. You guys have any any options? Anything you want to weigh in? Um, I would say I would go with Air Razor and Tigertron, even though he's a dick. 
because <laughs> they have personalities where Ravage and Laser Beak don't. They, I mean, let's be honest, three out of the four are kind of dicks. So, um, but I gotta give it to Tiger Rider again. You know, I mean, he transforms. He he can walk upright. Um, both of them can walk upright where the other two can't. Um, I don't know. It's just you know, better. <laughs> Undertron wins because he's a dick. That's, what, was, that's my. I was answer. gonna say. I was gonna say. What's Laserbeak and Ravage gonna do? Uh, kill Tigatron and uh, Air Razor with nostalgia from turning into a cassette tape. Yeah, right. And it's just like if you pop me into Soundwave, I'll play you the greatest Ricky Martin hits ever. <laughs> hey man, if you're gonna get it right, if you're gonna go eighties. Yeah, go Duran Duran. Yeah, I wasn't, even, I wasn't yeah. even thinking about. It. I was just like, just uh, you know. Kill, kill him with some living La Vida Loca. Um, James West says Tigatron areas are all the way. Both bots have fully functioning beast and robot modes, while Ravage and Laserbeak are just, uh, uh, ha- however clever, are animalistic-minded beast modes with cassette alt modes. Um, Ravage and Laserbeak are awesome when deployed for like stealth missions or in tandem with Soundwave uh, or, or his other cassettes, but they, they get straight up outclassed in the scenario. And I think that's that's basically Jed essentially uh, handed us a win on this one. So uh, kudos to Jed. Props for him for uh, giving us one. We could win. Not not that we needed it, of course. Um, Tyler says Razorbeak and Lavage would be dismantled faster than G1 Woosh would fly through my already predetermined disappointment. Jesus. <laughs> Tyler hates G1. So. <laughs> Candace, who do you have in this scenario? I, you know, when I first saw this, I was thinking the cassette tapes because they're Decepticons and they're pretty much going to do whatever it takes. But also, they're not very that... They don't have everything, as you guys have already covered, with Tigatron and Air Razor. So I'm going to have to say the Beast guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they go. Stuck at G1. We win. And, and you know, in the long run, you know their cassettes... You know, Air Razor and Tiger Tron would just go away looking at flowers while these two go somewhere else. So, like, they would just they would just lose by default. <laughs> just they might lose by default. <laughs> distracted by alien flowers. They'll be sitting there playing like, in like, tiger mode, trying to flack the uh, flowers in the air and everything on their backs. Meow, meow. A little bit of meow, meow, huh, Mike? Meow, meow. Humming, humming, meow, meow. Okay, what's the next one? Air Razor's a big fan of uh, catnip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, that's we'll, we'll be getting into our news segment. We're very light this week, but still awesome nonetheless. Um, these are some images I have uh, not seen before of this particular thing. Uh, the first one that we're showing, uh, they are images that I've seen, or at least uh, this one on the left is. It's the canceled Beast Wars Neo Unicron um, f- uh, from Japan. It's 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 still in the the Takara Tomy vault. So uh, no chances of me ever getting my hands <laughs> on this one, no matter no matter how much money I uh, claim that I would throw at a Takara Tomy employee who uh, is hopefully listening. I want it. I want it bad. I want it better than anyone else. He will even throw a pack of Marlboros. A primal, a primal Sabbath always pays his debts. So, uh, give it to me. I want it. But the one on the right is a, is a newer image. I've you know, 
I've not seen it from this angle. Uh, again, can't stress how much I want this. Like, like mass produce this, you know, for goodness sakes, Dakota. Like, just do, just do get to it. Dakota wants this. I'm getting a feeling here that he wants this. You know what they need to do? They just need to do a crowdfunding. You'll get funded. <gasps> there you go. Oh, no. Did I lose you guys? No, I'm still... Okay. Yeah, it got so quiet. I think uh, Dakota... <gasps> oh, no. Something happened to Dakota. So we're still alive. We have a black screen. There's nothing I can do about that. Um, so we'll hang loose for a second and see oh, what happens. Boy. It has happened before where the operator loses signal or something happens. We're still alive. He can still get back, I think. I was just thinking the uh, Jeopardy theme right there. Right. <laughs> there he is. He's back. Yay! Can you hear us, Dakota? Dakota! Hmm. Hola, como esta? Okay, are you there? Are we here? Oh, I hear the trigger smoke. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, all right. Yeah, my uh, my internet dropped out for like a Yay. moment. I think we're alive. So, okay. Um, yeah, I definitely want it. Technology. Um, God, I know it's a nightmare. Um, okay. So, anyways, uh, here's an up close of it. Again, hopefully, uh, I'm trying to like make sure I'm Ooh. checking it out on the phone. Making sure it's okay. Good, we're we're good. Yeah, you're good. Um, so again, like just so up close, like we we haven't really seen like this clear of pictures. Um, and like down here at the bottom, uh, it says image provided by Matt Warsoki and H. Jamil Al Kafiz. I hope I didn't butcher those names. I maybe did, but I'm I'm trying not to. Apologies if so. But soup, oh man, what we could have had. This was almost the first production Unicron toy, uh, and it would have been released in Beast Wars Neo. Wow. And uh, you think you think HasLab Unicron's got a backpack? Check this guy out. Yeah, baby got back is what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. But like, like the sculpted, you know, like the, the craters and the spike, like these spikes, I believe, are the bottom of the toy. I'm a little concerned about those spikes. They look uh, dangerous. Oh, yeah. Sharp <laughs> resin goodness. I just want to like, I want to harm myself when owning this. It's like stepping on a Lego, but you're holding this in your hand. So it's. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a Lego in your hand. Um, and he would have had this like crazy gimmick with like a drill deployed and like a, hmm. a capture claw thing. Really, uh, really interesting stuff. Like, and he never showed up like properly as Unicron, uh, in the series. He, he spoiler alert for anyone, he possessed the body of uh, Beast Wars Second Galvatron. So we never got like a proper Unicron, but this is this is where some of the money shots are. Uh, seeing it in, in planet mode here, and it looks very much like the Cybertron Primus toy. It does. Like even the robot mode looks like it takes some cues from the transformation there. Uh -huh. There it is. Uh, 
kind of straightforward. Again, like it's, it's awesome getting, you know, being able to see uh, this thing, you know, especially in, in these these images. And there's the back. He's got some little boosters so he can zoom zoom through space. <laughs> What's up, Mike? Oh. Did we lose Mike? We may have lost Mike. Jeez, I'm next. <laughs> uh, no, it'll be, it'll be fine. It happens with Mike every great once in a while. Uh, and I guess here's just some of the, like, the kind of transformation scheme involved in it. Pure insanity. It just like yeah. Yeah, that end of halves like this or third. Something I have to admire about these toys and especially the masterpieces is how they design these to transform. Oh, I know. Especially for the MPs to do to like they they transform like they do in the show, which is crazy. Oh. Especially for Dino, but I know that's it's brutal. Look at look at them leg fillers. People complain about that now. But I was drawn to those spikes or whatever around his shoulders there, arms, whatever. That's I think those okay, yeah, I guess they do kind of end up on this level. Yeah. So Oh, and that's it. Speaking of Unicron, we are doing the Unicron tracker still. We're at uh twenty eight (laughs) hundred backers with ten days left. So uh yeah, almost there. I say almost there. Um, <laughs> reports are like these are the numbers uh, before, like the Takaratomi Mall and the Hasbro uh, Taobao Asia orders and Hasbro Australia and uh, supposedly the retailers that are ordering the. Oh goodness! I think your earphones came unplugged. Unless that's Mike. Oh no, that's Mike. Oh, come on, okay. Mike. Mike, are you in here? We're ruining the whole show. Seriously, Mike. There he is. Um. All right. So, anyways, we're at twenty eight hundred backers. Uh, word on the street is uh, that when those uh, pre orders close for the the other countries and and for retailers that are ordering these for people who can't front the money, um, that it'll it'll be eight thousand targets. So. If you're on the fence, better get to it. Chop, chop. So, and that's it for news. News. Pretty, uh, pretty quiet week. Right, decide which one of these mics we're adding. Mike, are you there? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I ended up having to go to my cell phone. Oh. Okay. I got you. <laughs> classic, classic mic. <laughs> Hey, I was doing so good there for the long, longest, and then all of a sudden, that on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've got some topics. Uh, we had mentioned, like, you know, the 90s earlier. Um, and I guess, Mike, the 80s would apply for you. Um, but the question we have here is, do you think you have nostalgia for Beast Wars, or do you just have nostalgia for the 90s? Uh, Candace, I'll let you go first, since you're our guest. I... I guess I'd say 90s as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, like, mm-hmm. I found myself, like, like at work, um, I'll, like, like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air comes oh, on. Goodness. I think it, I think it comes on VH1 in the morning time. 
it's either VH1 or MTV. I can't remember which one it is, but like I'll watch it for like the first two or three hours at work. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, Home Improvement. That is like my favorite. Oh yeah, sitcom. I love that show. It's uh, but but it's crazy. Like like I just I found myself like feeling like I was I was back in the nineties, just like yeah, watching that and like ordering Beast Wars toys. Granted, I'm ordering them online and not necessarily going into a store to see them, but um, you know, it, it, it's just like I feel like any anything I can do to, to like sink myself back into the nineties, like watching X Men, uh, mm-hmm. the animated series, just kind of on a whim, uh, reading comics from the nineties, you know. Uh, anything I can I can do to kind of go back to that decade, I, I typically uh, take it. You know. Yes. No. Yeah, uh, totally Mike. Agree. So I, do I get to do eighties or nineties? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just whichever one uh, applies to you, I guess. Would be the eighties. All right. Well, do you feel like you have nostalgia for the eighties, or is it nostalgia for Transformers? Oh, I'm more of an eighties guy. It's like you're into you're into like Ghostbusters and I was just gonna say that <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. Ghostbusters, uh, you know the original Turtles, the '80s comics were where they were actually on paper, not this uh, shiny paper, this fancy gloss paper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, where they were on the old, newspaper. <laughs> the, the, the old John Wayne paper. Is what that was. Um, I mean, gosh, I mean. I mean, I, I, my radio stations are set all '80s music. So that's all I listen to is '80s. I mean, all '80s. I mean, more nostalgic to '80s. Anything else? Mike's listening to the Breakfast Club soundtrack like every moment he gets. I I, I listen to a lot of '80s too. <laughs> what was that one movie that was a uh, man? It was based like an '80s. And there Stranger like, Things. No, 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 no. Candace might know what I'm talking about. Um. A whole lot of singing, a lot of '80s music. Yeah, man. High School Musical. No shit. No, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember it later. But they did a lot of singing '80s music. It was really cool. I man, I wish I knew what you were talking about, but I I don't. It's an '80 inspired movie. You would understand. Would I though? Would I? Um, how often do you feel burdened by collecting it's a tough one Um, burdened I don't know that I feel burdened I feel overwhelmed Overwhelmed. (laughs) I feel like like being overwhelmed like like that's a burden I think you know it's kind of like me and the, the 18 reflectors I have. It's like, do I, do I really need more than three? Uh, that's kind of hard. Yeah, I'm going to get them all. Uh, Mike, Ghost Lord Peter asked if it was Footloose. Oh, Footloose. Uh, Footloose is a great movie, though. Kevin Bacon one or, or the other one? Oh, Kevin it's Dirty Dancing. Ooh, hello. I never, I never, watched, I never saw Dirty Dancing. <laughs> You're too young for that. Hold on. I am. Um, so, like, there's there's nothing uh, like Candace. So there's nothing that's like overwhelming. Would you say, take Mike? Home, take me home tonight. Take me home tonight. Yeah, I've never never seen it. <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah, it was kind of like a, uh, a um, kind of like a musical movie. Where yeah, I know like, the song "Take Me Home Tonight." Very yeah. <laughs> yeah. They played all kinds of different. 
I'll have to send you the, the link to the movie. There's a soundtrack. It's amazing. That's fine. Hmm. I was, I was, <laughs> I was actually like, my next guest was going to be Guardians of the Galaxy, but uh, <laughs> I'll listen to that soundtrack. So, so nothing like nothing, nothing burdening. Like you know, uh, like it could even even be simple. Like even just like the price of some of these masterpieces. You know, I know that that's. You know, like there's there's some other things that I like to buy. It's like I I, I work everything around uh, masterpieces, or I'm working everything around this Unicron now. You know, um, like passing on. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like sorry, a thunderstorm is coming in, so he's going to be barking all night long. At least you have someone to talk to. <laughs> so the way I was wrong on that movie, it was a uh, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. Look at I've it. Heard of it. Movie. Heard of it. If I'm right, the main character is the uh, like the wicked brother from Stranger Things, the one crazy one, the Transam. Huh. If, if I'm right, he's the lead character. In that Cheater. He's gonna he's gonna growl the thunderstorm away. My dog starts thundering. She comes over and starts shaking. She can't stand it. Mine isn't mine isn't afraid of anything. She's just like whatever. It doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> Ghost Lord Peter said. Ghost Lord Peter said my roommates just asked me why why I was barking like a dog in the room. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Yeah, but like, man, it it's definitely like collecting has definitely felt like a burden lately. Um, I'm wanting to like, you know, like between the Unicron and between the other stuff that I'm that I'm wanting to like pick up now. Like, I think I'm two figures away from a complete Transformers Prime showcast, and yeah, there, there's there's a couple of like classics Chug style G2 figures I want. Um. So it's like it's hard to like at, at this particular moment, like, you know, in, in a couple of months, I think once all the Unicron stuff blows over and, you know, like there's there's nothing to get, you know, there's no pre-orders drop in or, or, or whatever. Like it won't it won't feel so bad, I, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll kind of like because the, the, the few things I have left to get, like they're not overly expensive, uh, not by any means. But I think that um, I don't know, man, like sometimes it, it definitely feels more like a pain than it does a pleasure sometimes the, the unicron for me is really hard it, it's kind of like i want it really bad that's like do i really want to sink that kind of money in that's going to wait for a year or so to get 18 months but i mean i might go the bbts route i don't know yet yeah there's that's options the there for sure but yeah i feel you that's like, do I want to pay that extra money just to, to do payment plan? Tyler, Tyler G said, "There's nothing to get." Dakota knows that shit won't get made too. It's gonna get made, Tyler. No, it's gonna get made. Stop being a hater. I would love to to contribute to that Unicron as well, but my my priorities are the masterpiece Beast Wars. So that's a, and that you know those are damn good priorities to have. Like I know if it came. <laughs> You know, and like, like that's you know, and, and not just not just Beast Wars MP. Oh, it's 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 always just going to be Beast Wars MP. But I really wanted to get MP44, the the new Prime, and mm -hmm. I had to like I knew I had to cancel my pre order. Like there was no way between 
six hundred for Unicron and three hundred on Amazon Japan for the Prime. Like, there's no way I could have just swung nine hundred bucks this month. You know, the, um, the Prime is like I'm past all these Primes. There's been a lot of Primes. I feel like, but I feel like, like to me, like this is the definitive version of that eighty-four Prime. And like eventually, like I'll I'll swing back around and grab it, and I'm just gonna hope Amazon Japan does a another post release thirty percent off thing, and that's that's when I'll pick it up. That's when I'll I'll come in for the kill. But um, you know, right now, like I think that Unicron is gonna be uh, insanely impressive. I think it's gonna speak volumes to uh, our fandom if if we do you know do fund it. Like that's gonna be you know the the, the biggest and baddest, I think, for a long, long time to come. And I know I want it for my displays. Like, there's, there's, you know, I have something in mind for it, for sure. Uh, and just, like, like that'll be, like, an ultimate conversation starter as just a single standalone piece. Uh, I think the Masterpiece Beast Wars display that I'm going to end up having once everything's said and done is going to be, like, the ultimate conversation starter display. But as far as a single transforming robot piece, like, I think that, that Hazlab Unicron is going to be it. Hmm. But anyways, any uh, you guys want to add anything else to this before we uh we call it quits? Are we good? I'm good. Um, I think that means we're, we're yeah. It's been a, it's, it's been a satisfactory <clears throat> Wednesday night. Yay! So, uh Candace, once again, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook either uh, Candace N. Santor, that's N for Nicole, uh, or Canned Ice, Canned-Ice Art is my art page on Facebook, and Twitter, at Candace Santora. Cool. Before, Mike, before you go, uh, Tyler has a has a quick follow-up question. Um, he asked, being to TFCon before, do you feel there's anything lacking at that show? He's asking me? He's asking Candace. Oh, um, me? <laughs> Anything lacking at TFCon? Um, I can't. No, I don't think so. I think it's. I love that show. Yeah. Whether he, uh, it's in Canada or in the states, it seems now, to be. Now, which one would you would you say is is better, the Canada show or the one in the states? I. That's a good question. I haven't been to all of them in the states, unfortunately. Uh, or haven't been to, to all of them in Canada either. Right. Um, I I might say Canada just because I have a lot of friends up there, and some friends from the states come up there too, so I can meet everybody up there and just have a good time seeing everyone. So it's a little more personal for me. Yeah. Okay. T- Tyler. Tyler was the, the Canadian show. Um, but you know, like I've I've heard that that one is you know the bee's knees. Like the the American shows just don't really compare. Um to that uh from from people from people that have attended both um but interesting so all right mike where can people find you at man you can find me everywhere as angry mike (laughs) and you can find me everywhere at primal sabbath uh but before we go check out Mm. some awesome shows that are a part of the cool tabled network 
such as Shattercast Uncut, Into the Realm, Doi T-Dex, uh, Figure Banging, Beers and Bulges 40K, Plastic Connects, uh, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Rage Radio, Fresh Communication, Building Up to It, Verbally Challenged, Mash, Peace, Shit, Peters, uh, Some Honorable Mentions, Back and Forth, T's Podcast Network, Blackout and Shout, All Queued Up, Off the Runner, Cybercast, Galactic Gumbo, and Around 30 Minutes with my boy Matthew Deluxe Baldwin. He interviews other uh, collectors and things of that sort on uh, his, his show. It's really awesome. So... Thank you all again for watching, and we will see you all next week. Thank you again, Candice, and I'll have her link in the description. So, thank you. Very cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs>